you get cranky? Wally? You know what? How do you know if you get cranky, though? Because you don't have anybody <laughs> in the house. So how do we know if you're being bitchy or not? There's nobody there to say you're being a bitch. And now, cheese wits. Chris is on the way. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. I'll find out when you do. Well, there was a picture of him sick on online uh, like Thursday. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that. <laughs> I haven't been spending a whole lot of time online of late. Too busy. I bet you're too busy with your bags. I am. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, just, I wish he was here. I know. Because we've got, I had, a good, we've I had got a good opening. Good stuff to talk about. Well, I had a good opening. I, mean, I was gonna, I was gonna, I, I can't. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to call you like Diane or 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 Lisa from now on, and Lisa from Kentucky, because you live in a god awful fucking state. Jesus. Well, we we can't let people know there's a liberal living in that fucking state. They'll be knocking on your door. Come and knock at my door. I'm, I'm not a liberal. liberal too. Huh? I'm not. I'm not a liberal. No, well, well, compared to the rest of those motherfuckers, well, you are. You know, Nashville is very progressive. Nashville's basically blue. It's just the rest of the state. <laughs> They're fucking nuts there, Jess. Yeah. They're fucking crazy. Yeah. They really are. <laughs> and I I liked after they suspend or, or kick those two, uh, the, the two Justins, which is so fantastic, right? The... The news media is so good at giving things a moniker, uh, a, a name. The what two is, Justins. Oh, are they? I was going to say, are they calling it Justin Gate? <laughs> not, not yet. But the the two Justins, it's so cool, right? The two Justins have been expelled from the state senate. It's it's just they, they fucking the the media is really so good at marketing. It's like nobody. Nobody needs a um, a degree in in journalism anymore. They need a degree in marketing and and quick quick quips yeah. and headlines. It's like everybody used to work for the National Enquirer or the New York Post. It's fucking nuts. It's just nuts. And so I was watching a couple of interviews and listened to a couple too on the radio, and uh, the the Republican. Uh, leader race was not considered at no ethnicity was not considered at a you're a fucking liar and and then the the the, the uh, here there was something on our local station well look at the the white woman um she, she they didn't they, they didn't expel her but it was only by one vote like fucking people don't know everybody in those votes they get together lots of times and decide which way you're going to vote, and which one of you is going to vote mm-hmm. the other way? Mm-hmm. That's that's all predetermined for the most part. But it's it's, it's but not a free will. Let's concern ourselves with drag queens reading books to kids at the library. Yeah, yeah, let's, right. Let's concern ourselves right. with that. Well, that that's the, uh, the, the and he, the other part I find fucking fascinating about all of that situation is Republicans or or conservatives, and particularly yeah, conservatives, are loudmouths about we don't want to have um, activist judges, and we don't want to have an activist. So in Wisconsin, 
the uh, a a republic a, a democrat was elected to the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court and they're already trying to figure out how to impeach that person mm-hmm. they haven't done anything yet they've only just been voted in mm-hmm. because they want to put their own conservative it's oh, it's so fucked up yes I, I, here's what i think y'all Move to Maine. I'll say, y'all, everybody, just move to fucking Maine because here, if you want to get an abortion, you can get an abortion. If you if you want a free speech, you can free speech. I mean, that's great, want, but could y'all do something about that weather? It's not that bad. Look at it. Today, it was beautiful. out. It was like 60 degrees. <laughs> it was 60 degrees. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. It is expensive in the winter. I will say that. Yeah. But but we spend money on energy in the winter for heating. Y'all spend it much longer during the summer and spring and fall for keeping cool so you don't die in your house. Yep, that's that's a fact. Especially <laughs> especially me. I like it cold in my house. Yeah, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for the winter. Yeah. But I do too. I No, I mean, in the summer. And I, I meant in the summer. I'm sorry. I mean, basically yeah. all year. I don't. I don't put the heat on very. I was telling. I had my HVAC guy come over and help me with the thermostat because I had to put my old thermos, my smart thermostat on there because I can't. I can't choose between heat and cold. Are you kidding me? Right. Um, I needed to automatically just be the fucking temperature I need it, regardless of what's happening outside. But he said something about the heat, and and I said I don't care about the heat. I need the cool. It can it can get down to fifty in here. I will put on a sweater. It's fine. I need the cool. Right. Yeah. 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 See, so that's a benefit of having some uh, some East Coast blood in you. It's the benefit of being fifty and sweating for no reason any time of the year. Is there a change happening in your life, Jeff? There, there may be a change happening in my life. Yes. <laughs> I remember when when Jody was having the change. Man, she would be hot, then cold, then fucking sweating. I don't get the cold part. I just cranky, get the I just get the heat. Then, do you get cranky? Wally. You know what? How do you know if you get cranky though? Because you don't have anybody <laughs> in the house. So how do we know if you're being bitchy or not? There's nobody there to say you're being a bitch. Wally. Yeah. You've known me for 30 plus years. I have. Yes. I know you're cranky, but <laughs> you have nobody to tell you that. Well, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> Maybe. Because that would make me fucking crankier. <laughs> but that is kind of, you know, that's kind of interesting. If you're an asshole and you live alone, <laughs> yeah. a, you have no idea you're an asshole because no one ever tells you an asshole except when you're out in public. If a tree falls in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah, that, that's just the way it goes. I, well, I never, I never put that two and two together. Well, I, I'm glad I that I could be some assistance in your math problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 uh, I'm fucking happy about that. Yeah. All right. So, so where is Ding Dong? I don't know. I'm texting him now. I just texted him his name over and over and over again. Yeah, I think. You know what works is when you call them. <laughs> that or the, the last two times you've had to call him. You're right. I'm giving him two sleeping. more minutes. When you he's, know he's sleeping. When he's ten minutes late. Yeah, but if he's sleeping, he's not going to hear the phone if I call him. 
No, but maybe he has that like on a vibe right next to his head or something. Maybe somebody else in the house says, Chris, maybe Chris. Although if and, he's like me, if he's sleeping, he's put his phone on silent. Yeah. See, I don't do any of that shit. I, I, I don't ha- have my phone around at all. Almost nobody ever calls me on my phone. The only person that, that I see anything from regularly is you. And that's usually once a week to say, <laughs> I was going to say, I texted the screenshot from my friend's text on Tuesday and <laughs> yesterday I get a laughing emoji from you. I responded yesterday. It only took me what four, four days. days. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so 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 I still have the same sort of um 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 thing that I had when when we work together. When I'm at work, I'm at work. Yeah. And when I'm not at work, I'm not at work. I mean, I have my phone next to the bed in case there's an emergency when I'm sleeping, but it's right. on do not disturb because if you fucking wake me up, it's going to be an emergency. <laughs> but see, so we have a landline, you know, and, and so if there's an emergency here, it would be somebody, you know, might would be somebody, might, one of my kids or something. They're going to call me on the landline. A landline in... 15 years, probably. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Have, we have a landline. And, uh, and and so so the 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 cell phone thing and and really my cell phone sits in my car um most it'll, it'll sit in the car for 4 days if I don't go up to my car. I don't touch it. <laughs> I, I just don't. It's it's just uh, it's just it's not part of it's just not part of my my life. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, my wife has hers most of the time. My son and my daughter, it's like a fucking appendage. Well, yeah. It's like they've grown a third arm. Yeah. It's it's fucking right. Boom, it's right there. Every I my, mean my daughter will text me. My daughter lives and my son, my son lives a hundred feet from me. And they guess my daughter lives downstairs <laughs> in the in-law apartment and she texts me from downstairs. Mm-hmm. It's a flight of stairs. Yeah. That's all it is, is a flight of fucking stairs. Mm-hmm. And she'll text me and then she'll end up coming up an hour later. Didn't you get my text? No, my phone's in the car. Why would I get your text? Yeah, but they grew up with cell phones. You know, cell phones. I remember getting my first cell phone when I was working with you at KISS. That's no, when they were becoming really becoming an accessible thing for most people. I did not get one. Except, except that the one I used was the station, the bag phone. phone. Yeah, the bag phone. <laughs> I used to have that in the. It was. But when the they were still phone. bag phones, they were inaccessible to most people. They were so expensive. You had to yeah, have yeah. a special antenna on your car. Yeah. yeah. And when I got my first one, is when they became smaller. They didn't require a giant bag or a big antenna. And so your kids were both really young then. So they've yeah. come up with cell phones. Yeah, I think um, my son got a first cell phone, I think, when he was, I want to say he was 16. Mm. Because it was still, so the the deal was it wasn't affordable yet, right? Right. Because I remember, you know, I did get a cell phone. Now I do remember, I did have a cell phone when I started working, not not in um, our first job together, the second job at KISS. Yes, I did get a cell phone then. 
But I remember the fucking monthly bill would be like $600. Yeah, it was stupid. It was because they would charge outrageous. you by the minute. And, and every call was charged. Yeah. And even um, I remember when I. I had I had given it up and went without it for several years. And then my mom put me on her plan. But that's when texting was starting to become a thing and they were charging 10 cents a text. Yes. So she yes. kicked me off of her plan for using texts. <laughs> All right, I'm going to call him. Can you, can you imagine that though? The fucking bill and, and everybody was paying that 600 bucks, 500 bucks because texting. <laughs> this is going to be rich. Christopher, this is your mother calling. Yeah, he's. No. Not happening. Christopher. Please leave your message for three, zero, one, two, eight. <laughs> You're going to give his number zero. on the show. <laughs> no, I edited out last time I did this. Oh, no, Christopher, this is your co-host calling. We were wondering if you would like to join us for a podcast today. And if you don't call back, if you don't join in, Jess is not editing out your phone number. That's right. If you don't join us, your phone number is going live. Well, as live as our podcast is when it airs in two weeks. It will not be edited from the show. Thank you for your consideration in this matter. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. I I don't know how he, I just, how does he function? I don't know. He, you know what? He's probably just, he's probably so active. He's fucking dead ass tired. Probably. He does a lot of stuff. He does. He's got a lot of, he's, he's, he's got a lot of irons in the fire. He's very much a, um, a young buck (laughs) (laughs) at, at 40, what? 43 or something. 47. 47. Yeah. He's a young buck. Yeah. (laughs) Such a baby. Oh, that's kind of. That is kind of funny. Jesus. Well, now I know you said you have shit. You have shit, right? Well, yeah. And I know you've got opinions and commentary on the shit I want to talk about, too. But if we start and then he joins us. Wait, there's a text. Please hold. Oh, no. That's just that my Walmart delivery is on the way. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Walmart. He's not here, so let's let's start with another uh, potential sponsor I would like to remove from oh, okay. the opportunity to join us on the show. All right. ADT. Yes, I have ADT. I do not have ADT. I will never have ADT because let me tell you how many times these motherfuckers have tried to contact me solely because they stalk the public records of who has bought houses recently. Ah. There were before I could get my no soliciting sign put up put up here because it's a brick wall. And so I had to put a, you know, find a way to get a nail in there before I could put up my no soliciting sign. They had already sent three different people. I've been in this house for what's today. Okay, so I've been in this house for two weeks. About nine days. yeah. Yeah, they sent three different people within the first week to ask me if I would be interested. Two of them actually rang my doorbell while I was here. One of them, I wasn't here, and they left a flyer in my door. Every single day now, I'm getting mail from ADT. 
Yeah. Well, Leave let me, me the hell you. alone. And thankfully I got my ring doorbell set up. So, and, and the no soliciting sign put up on the front door. So I got to see when I heard the notification that somebody was at my door and I pulled up the video ADT. and I watched this man that I can only assume was from ADT because that's the only people that come to my door right now, walked halfway up my porch steps, saw my sign, walked his happy ass away. Oh, but that's good. It is good. That's very respectful. But I, it's required. Oh, well, here, it's, that wouldn't happen. No, it's required. In fact, I uh, I went to ADT's website to see how I could get them to leave me the fuck alone. And they actually have a section in their FAQ. Oh, it's, right. It the, doesn't say, here's section. how we will leave you the fuck alone. But it's essentially how they will leave you the fuck alone. No. And it says you can report somebody to them for ignoring a no soliciting sign. And then get free ADT. That's a good idea. <laughs> I don't. I don't want ADT. Well, let me let me tell you about. I have ADT. Mm-hmm. We've had ADT right above me. There's a there's a noise detector, and we've got window glass break detectors, and blah blah blah, and secret codes, and the fire and smoke because it brings down your insurance and all that horseshit. Well, when you need help, you can't fucking raise an ADT person to save your life i have fucking emailed them i have called the 800 line no less than 50 times really between those two things over the past three years no one has ever returned my correspondence ever however i still get emails from them can we help you is there something you could do you know the like unsolicited little thing not not in response to mine just they're a basic little, yeah. you know, here it is, respond back. I have responded back and like, what's your comment or whatever? I could use some help. I would like to get a new keypad because we, we have an older keypad and I've changed the battery and I'd like to get a newer, new fangled one. Mm-hmm. No, they don't fucking call you back. Nothing. In three years, not once. And and I am pretty persistent in this shit when I want the help. That would be enough for me to cancel that shit. That'll get yeah. them to call you back. I can't get a hold of them to cancel it. Can you, you not cancel to, like, it on the internet? I think, I believe on the internet, what it says is, you know, there are some of those, um, you send them a little note, want to cancel it, and then it says, you have to call the office. You have to call us. Oh, to, to I hate that. Right? You have to call the office to finish it. But I'm going to double check because maybe it's because because I do a lot of that shit at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, at seven o'clock at night or 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 so or maybe it's 10 o'clock where our offices are open from um, 8 a.m. to six to 5 p.m. Pacific time. Is that Chris? It is Chris. And he says. Unexpected ER. No service here. Getting IV. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, he said he, you know, I think he said he ate something bad. We had a fever. He he was sick again on his on what he posted a few days ago. That fucking guy. He he's he's you know what? I'm sick way less and I'm a, I'm an old motherfucker compared to him. He needs to take better care of himself. He really does. 
he 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 really does. He needs to take. You know what? We could say whatever we want to about him because he never listens to the show. I know. As far as we <laughs> he know, he doesn't listen to it. As far he, as we know, he don't listen to it. No, yeah, I, you know it's concerning because he has been. He's had a couple of pretty bad bouts. Mm-hmm. And I didn't he eat the. Didn't he eat some bad food a couple of weeks ago too? Was that a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I think I think it was a couple three weeks ago. He, I think he ate some bad food, and then and then he then he was on. I saw him. He was in the bed. It was a picture of him. I think in a bed saying he was running a fever and and something else and something else. Yeah, I think I. You're right. I think I did remember seeing something like that. I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday. When I by the time I'm looking at Facebook, it's usually like eleven o'clock at night, right before I go to sleep yeah and so, yeah I, I, and so i don't really see what i see like i just scroll through so i don't i don't i post now and again and, and sometimes when i think i'm very funny i post like i thought i was very funny with my ron DeSantis tour of disney with it, the it was, with the pile of poop yeah the <laughs> the, the, the turd with jimmy cricket <laughs> <laughs> giving him a tour of Disney. <laughs> I was thinking of Ron DeSantis. I was thinking of uh, um, the, uh, the the no wanting uh, new, the new abortion uh, situation there, where they don't want to have abortions in Florida either, and get rid of the pill <sighs> and all of that kind of thing. And I thought, well, maybe what they could do in Florida is waste a little more money. Ron DeSantis loves wasting money. That what they could do is instead of having an abortion, you could carry your baby all the way through term. Mm-hmm. And when enough of those babies that that women wanted to have an abortion for are born, when there's enough to fill a bus, you could put them in the bus and send them to Martha's Vineyard. That would be kind of nice. The babies? Yeah, the babies. They could go to Martha's Vineyard. Or you could send them to all those Christian right people. Well, that's what I was going to say. Obviously, those people are going to be lined up to um, take care of those babies and adopt them and provide care for them. So let's fill up buses with babies Mm -hmm. and send the babies to the Christian right. That seems like a fine idea. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a really good idea. Speaking of, did you notice my shirt? I don't know if you can tell what it is. Well, for... You know what? Can I tell you? It's those fallopian tubes and a... It's a uterus. a vaginal canal there? It's a uterus and, yeah. um, What... And you know what I thought it was? I, I saw those two hands over your over your breasticles. Yeah. I thought it was a Dr. Seuss shirt at first. It kind of looks like a Dr. Seuss. Well, because I could only see uterus. the hands with the little sleevey things there. Mm-hmm. That looks like. And I didn't see the fuck yous because your hair was hanging down just enough. So I said, oh, Jess is wearing a Dr. Seuss shirt. No, it's not. It's fallopian tubes. It's fallopian <laughs> and a tubes canal. and a uterus. Oh, how nice. Happy religious holiday to you. <laughs> uh, very nice. Thanks. Yeah, I don't, Thanks very I much. Am not, I am not religious at, at at all in any of that crap. Me either. I don't buy I don't buy into it all. I don't buy no. into the the idea of a of a of a guy coming back to life after being dead for a couple of days. No, I mean I don't I don't begrudge people their beliefs no. and their faith. I think that that's fine for them, but uh it's not it's not for me. It forgets you through the night. Yeah. 
Yeah, why not? But tis but not for me. My young experience with um my young experience with religion turned me away from it. And every time I've tried to learn more about any kind of religion, it continues to turn me away from it. So I just yeah, stay away. Same from here. I explored Chris as a young man. Says, I will tell you. I've had something bad since Tuesday. Yeah, so that must have been when the the, uh, the thing the the thing was on. Well, should we just continue on without him? Because oh yeah, I mean we were we're already into it. Well, so then let's go. can we can we talk about can we make fun of anything? Some irrelevant people who are <laughs> getting rid of Bud Light. <laughs> oh. oh, who Travis? Because Wit. Travis, first of all, Travis Tritt hasn't had a hit song in 20, 30 years. I'm calling him Travis Twit. Kid Rock. Kid Cock. Took a took his his Bud Light out and shot at it with guns yeah, yeah. Uh, two weeks after a school shooting where we're yeah. not doing anything about guns, but but we're going to shoot. So so there's those two who have minimal relevance. John Rich, formerly of Big and Rich. Right, big bitch. You know, he he's uh, he's all anti Bud Light now. He's not going to sell it in his bar downtown anymore. Kid Rock, as far as I know, has not said the same. And his bar is all Bud Light all the time downtown. Um, but how about the fact that Bud Light has been a sponsor in partnership with Glad of Pride since at least 2020? Or uh, yeah, I, since at least 2000. Um, I think I read since 2007 they'd been involved, but really hardcore. Not hardcore. That, that's I don't want to make 2017. Maybe they really got involved. Yeah. And a lot of these guys are saying they're turning to Coors Light instead. But Coors Light, involved. Coors Light was involved before Bud Light was. They've been yeah. putting out rainbow cans for Pride Every single year, there is a guy I saw on TikTok, and I know that you don't do TikTok, so you don't really you don't no. know what a stitch is. A stitch no. is when basically somebody takes they they play a piece of another person's video in order to respond to it. Oh, okay. And so a lot of people have been stitching this guy who goes to he has one of those um, those coolers like they have at gas stations that are branded with a company on the side and they, your yep. drinks are in them. He's got yep. one of those in his garage. It's branded with Coca-Cola, which is a LGBTQ supporter. Uh, he's wearing Vans, which is an LGBTQ <laughs> supporter. He carries his Bud Light outside past his Ford truck, which is an LGBTQ supporter. Yeah. To dump out the Bud Light, all of this because Bud Light has one transgender woman on a can of beer for a short-term campaign. Right. And as far as I know, and I'm not sure, wasn't that just a can sent to that single person? I don't know if it was just sent to that person. I know that she uh, is an influencer. She's got millions yeah. of followers and it I'm was part of a sure. campaign like maybe about women or something. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that, the, her, that, that her likeness showed up on any other can except the cans they sent to her yeah. specifically Yeah. In, in celebration of. And why are we so afraid of a beer we like. And actually I saw a co some commentary from somebody who said, um, Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch actually made their choice 
they chose to not have bigots drink their beer anymore because before this was done, before this decision was made, there were meetings. There are always meetings about campaigns that are going to be done, regardless of the content of them. They go through layers of approvals. A multi-billion dollar company. And at some and at some point, somebody probably said, is this going to piss off some rednecks? And somebody said, yep. Oh, yeah, of course. And then signed their name and approved the ad. So and, and here was my sort of response to that. Some of that shit is that if Travis Twitt, Big Bitch and Kid Cock were at all smart or at all savvy, marketing savvy, they would not they would have a, uh, had 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 welcomed that and said, hey, this is a good thing. And maybe opened up their dying fucking careers to a new audience. Right. It would say like, hey, fucking, you know, good for you guys. And here's what's interesting. I saw a post from Travis Tritt that where he said he was removing any Anheuser-Busch products from his tour rider and yeah. putting. Oh, don't give me any more free shit. Right. And and putting other brands on notice. Yeah. And. And keep in mind, these are the same people that spent two and a half years yelling about their freedom because they didn't want to have to wear a mask. In right. fact, Travis Tritt refused to play at any venue that required masks at the height of, you know, COVID once things had opened back up again. They're crying about their freedom. <laughs> and then when somebody essentially does the same thing to them because I, I I had to run to the comments of Travis Tritt's post and I see a couple of people going well I'm I'm sorry that you're behaving this way so I am going to get rid of all of your CDs and I'm not going to come to any more of your concerts and people are attacking that person in the comments for doing the exact same thing Travis Tritt is doing yeah see there's there's such a double standard because that's one of the things I, I was reading I was reading, um, I did, I read a bunch of those posts as well for both of those, for all three of those guys. Yeah. And it was, thanks for having standards. That was one of the things people were saying. Thanks for standing by your standards. And like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because as soon as somebody disagrees with them, you're like, you fucking suck. You have no standards. Yeah. And so only your standards. Right, right. Only your freedom is important. Anybody right. else's freedom... freedom has any sort of uh, justification. Your freedom to, to carry a, a assault rifle and your freedom to not, you know, to, to spread diseases or whatever, those are important, but somebody's freedom yeah. to dress like a different gender than the one that was assigned to them at birth or somebody's freedom to disagree with you or somebody's freedom to marry someone of the same sex, those you're against. So it's not freedom you're for. It's, it's dictatorship, essentially. I, I try to talk less about our radio days when we do our shows. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm going to talk about it right now because you, I'm sure you remember this and you know why we did this. But one of the, when, when I, when I pitched that station on changing from country to, to pop, it was the, the absolute last station in the market. Yeah. And so we changed it to pop radio, uh, to top 40. And the toughest thing for top 40 to do in a demographic area is get young men between the ages of 18 and, and 44 to listen to it. Mm-hmm. 
those men usually listen to rock or AOR or yep. or alternative. And I don't know if you remember what, of course you remember what we did. So what we did at that uh, there is we played songs like um, It's Raining Men. Hallelujah. Right. We so we we specifically had a category mm-hmm. that was that was music that was appealing to gay men. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't. There's I didn't no other, know that. There's no other way to say it. We yeah. had a category, and th- those songs played once every other hour. That wasn't. Was that the intention? Yeah, that was the intention. Okay, was to gather, and the only reason why we went from last to top five was because we got that male category. They were probably mostly gay men, but a top 40 getting 18 to, to 24 or 18 to 44 year old men and being in the top five of them with two country stations, uh, uh, an alternative station, an AOR station, a Keeler in the morning, a Howard Stern station is fucking difficult. Yeah. But that's how we did it. The other thing we did is when the AIDS quilts. Had come and I've, I've that said I do this before. remember. We sponsored and and made possible for them to bring it to our 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 city. Our our uh, I'm just losing the 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 word market. Rating, the, um, our, yes, our market, our GMA. Yeah. Um, and we sponsored it and made sure it got there. And then we did a whole thing around it, an on air campaign. I remember and we that. Crushed. We crushed because we adopted it. Yeah. Because and and we didn't adopt it just because we wanted fame and fortune. No, that we didn't do it to reason. benefit from it. It was because no. it was part of our community. Right. It was part of our community, but it was also part of our philosophy. Right. We want everybody to be part of what we're doing. Yeah. We don't want to fucking exclude anybody. And guess what? Bud Light will take any damn body's money. Oh yes, they will. <laughs> they don't give a shit. And 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 and. and uh, everybody else shouldn't give a shit. Stop giving a shit. Right. It, why, it why hurts. No, give a shit? like I, it, it is absurd. It is absolutely absurd that these guys, that anybody is bothered by the, now I was thinking well, about it this morning. I was thinking about it this morning. If, if, if they had put Adolf Hitler on a can of beer or Ted Kaczynski or <laughs> <laughs> somebody like that. Yeah. Let's all get up in arms and stop buying Bud Light. The Jeffrey Dahmer beer. The Jeffrey Dahmer beer. <laughs> Do you know, by the way, much, speaking of Jeffrey eating. Dahmer, um, I got a Facebook violation because I like this was, I think, last year. Because I posted a picture. It's a meme of Jeffrey Dahmer at a Five Guys. And he's got a hamburger in his hands and he says, I don't think there's five guys in here. (laughs) I got got a Facebook community standards violation because I guess you're not even allowed to mention Jeffrey Dahmer. It's too funny, though. (laughs) That, That is goddamn funny. One of the things that I do notice about this whole, um, why do you give a shit about it, it's mostly about guys who dress like women or 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 guys who change their gender yeah who transgender to women which they don't people don't seem to give a shit about women who dress like guys you know very butch women yeah who who walk around with a with a you know the either the little boy haircut and 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 that sort of look or the really butch look with the chain wallet and and the fucking timberlands and mm-hmm. 
You never hear anything about nope. that look. Nope. Because for some reason, it's I guess it's still not intimidating to to men. This is mostly men. But who are why is I mean you're absolutely right, and I agree with you. And ultimately, this question is rhetorical. But why the fuck do you care if you right. don't think men should dress like women, and you're a man, don't dress like a woman. That's if you it. don't think, if you don't approve of gay marriage, don't marry someone who is right. the same sex as you. That's like it. it hurts you not at all what somebody else is doing. That's it. You're if I can exactly if, if are I mean, we going to ban you know, Halloween? The, oh, you know, let me tell you what now. So that's a different. Th- that's something I've already experienced with 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 my grandchildren some time ago. Even no, actually, with my even even with my daughter when she was in school, that <clears throat> there was a there was an influx here, and this is about the overreaction of people. Yeah, trying to accept or trying to show. We're very accepting of other people. So um, we had a big influx of um, Somali and people uh, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And when that happened, um, one of the things in schools that they had a fit about was Halloween because it was scary to uh, Somali kids who didn't understand it and yada, 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 yada. And then they also, you couldn't, and, and then in that same time frame, you couldn't do uh, Valentine's Day cards anymore because it was too harmful when people didn't get a Valentine's Day card. Yeah. And so there's all these over, that's the other part of these, these scenarios we're talking about. There's this overreaction to either we're very, you know, whatever, we're very accepting, we're very mm-hmm. um, tolerant, we're very... You don't have to do either one of those things. You just need to go on with your life as you were. Yeah. I mean, I I was. You don't need to change your own self. I, just in light of this whole Bud Light situation, was thinking I should go and buy some Bud Light just (laughs) (laughs) to be the opposition to the opposition. The problem is I can't drink any Bud Light Budweiser products because it gives me migraines. So it would be a waste of money. We have. I don't drink Bud Light, but not because of anything other than I don't drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not a, a target audience for this shit, but if I was and that was my choice beer, I'd keep drinking it. I oh, don't, yeah. I don't give a shit. Listen, it like what, what's going to happen when <clears throat> they, when, so these three guys, Travis Twit, big bitch <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and kid cock. When I don't even know the the transgender person's name, this Dylan Mulvaney. So when Dylan Mulvaney decides, man, I love me some steak. Are they gonna stop eating red meat? Right. Fuck that. That transgender. They's eating. Red I, meat. I saw somebody say that Dylan Mulvaney's next partnership should be with Smith and Wesson. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. But you know they're moving here to Tennessee, so that won't happen. Smith and Wesson. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so so that was the other, the, the other thing about um, I I also sort of I had posted something that was sort of brainyish uh, about a um, about a philosopher from <laughs> the 1700s um, about the company you keep, mm-hmm. and man, I wouldn't be surprised with the expelling of those of of those two um, of the two Justins. There are a lot of companies. I didn't realize how many big companies are are stationed or are headquartered in Tennessee. A lot. 
there's some big companies outside of FedEx. There's Bridgestone. Yeah. Yeah. Bridgestone, Ruby Tuesday. There's a lot of companies that are, that are, I wonder if we're going to see them, you know, say, Hey, enough of that shit. You know, and 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 uh, and say, you know, we're not looking for. If you're FedEx, half your fucking employees are probably black, or maybe not half, but in Memphis, it's probably most of them. Oh yeah, mostly most of the employees are probably, and that that's the hub right there. Yeah, in Memphis, so maybe sixty to seventy percent of your employees are black. Mm -hmm. Man, oh man. I'm hoping that they're doing something to say, hey, listen, we don't support this kind of shit. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm sure that if it gets any worse, the funny thing about, here's an irony, I think, about that thing. And it really bothered me, and I'll, I'll give you a little more after, that those two fellas, those two guys and the one woman, basically on Good Friday, three people think about Jesus and the two thieves, mm-hmm. three people. Mm-hmm were basically crucified. They were, you know, um, not crucified, but whatever. They, however, can be reinstated by the counties. They can rise again, you mean? Yes, they can (laughs) rise again. (laughs) They can be reinstated by the counties uh, while they wait to have a special election to vote for them again. It's a shame that we're going to, that this isn't going to air for two weeks. (laughs) It's fucking, oh yeah, by the way, this is Easter, everybody. That's why the references are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's fucking so, it's insane. It's just, and and it's, what's really insane is how people are so fucking proud of being bigoted. Right, like, like, can I, I'm proud to be a It just feels like we haven't learned anything in 70 years. Yeah. I'm proud to be a hateful cunt. And yeah. to make sure I can continue to be a hateful cunt, I'm going to remove all the books that reference the Holocaust. Yeah, you hear that they're fucking in, in this. I think it was some schools in Florida. Florida and Texas are fucking pretty heavy into this shit. But I think in Florida, it's where they're pulling books. Um, Anne Frank, uh, the, the the diary of Anne Frank, mm. because yeah. it, it's it's not it, it's too one. One-sided, or no? It's got it's got things in the book that um, are um, not appropriate for young kids. Like I, I guess maybe there's nudity, talk of nudity, or something in this book, or or you know. I mean, I was twelve when I read that. I knew what nudity was. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I mean, those. It's because of books like that, by the way. Anne Frank, go ask Alice. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, what is, uh, uh hey, have they the, banned Judy Bloom books yet? Was, yes, was she on they, the list? They banned yeah. Judy Bloom books. Yep. These are the fucking books that taught people. And that, that, this that is the lot. other thing that in 2023, we are banning books yeah. and taking the choice away from parents as, right. as opposed to the, the book's existence, even in a school library does not mean that every kid is going to read that book. No, I'm probably and not going to read it. The parents get to choose what their children do and do not read. Right. And the only thing I remember about being a kid is the number one thing that you could do to make me want to do something is to tell me I wasn't allowed to. Absolutely. So if you're going to tell me I'm not allowed to read, name the book, I'm going to fucking want to know why. And no. I'm going to want to read that book. 
I want to touch on that that book, Go Ask Alice, which was the diary of a young girl who had depression and alcohol. It was using alcohol. Man, it was such a fucking learning experience as a kid to learn. You know, I don't think I ever read that one. Oh, it's it's a fucking fabulous book. Hmm. And I read it, and I believe we read it in the sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade. And, you know, you, you always had these, but we read Rumblefish. And we, see, I'm a little Rumble older. Rumblefish and The Outsiders, those the Essie outsiders, Hinton books. Essie Hinton books. Yep. And, and so you read these things, but Go Ask, it was Go Ask Alice is a, um, is a, is a diary mm. of this teenage girl, maybe, you know, 14 or so, maybe, maybe 12 to 14, somewhere in that range, maybe a little older, who who's experiencing depression and is treating it with sort of self-medicating with alcohol. It's what you learn. It's not the book doesn't say that, but it's what you know it is. And it's what you learn when you have discussions in the classroom. And that opens up the whole dialogue of teenage depression. Which kids need to know that they are not alone in that feeling. Yeah. And there's a way to take care of it. If you're feeling like go ask like Alice, Fucking, let's go talk to a counselor, the the, the student counselor, the, the the school counselor. They're taking all that shit away from kids. Yeah. Let the kid fucking learn. Let them, they've got to experience some life. Here, we have, um, so we have a, a nice town library here. It, it's it's a small volunteer library, but, but it, it, I mean, it's, it's on two floors and lots of books and it's very current and it's updated and. They had to close the teen center in in the in this place. It was a place where kids went after school mm-hmm. to study, and there was a you know people used it appropriately. But now they got a bunch of kids who are, who are coming in who were misusing it, and it doesn't say what they were doing, but the word is there was some sexual activity and there was some other stuff going on. Listen, when you're when you're a teenager, you got to find a place to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you do, but kids could no longer go there and study. Yeah. And so I'm seeing a lot of posts about, uh, oh, this must be bad parents and blah, 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 blah. blah. It's not bad it's not, parents. It's teenagers. It's not, always, it's not about bad parents. No. If you're over the fucking age of 12, you should know how to act in public. Mm-hmm. It's about bad kids. And I know it's tough to say kids can be bad, but fuck you, kids can be bad. I don't bad. even think it's about bad kids. I think it's about kids figuring out who they are and figuring well, out their life. Because your brain isn't even finished developing until you're in your 20s. Right. <laughs> Mine hasn't finished. I'm in my 60s. See? I'm in my 60s, not 60s, in my 60s. <laughs> Just the 160. <laughs> Just the 160. I'm in a onesie 60. That's it. Yeah. It, but but it's, it's, it's about a lot of those kids actions too are not about their parents so much or how the parents parent them. It's about the exposure or, or the, what is the kid exposed to in that? Are you a parent who's a a decent parent and you support your kid and you do homework with them. But when the kid's sitting in the back seat and you're driving, you're like, get the fuck out of my way. And you're disrespectful to everybody else. And Mm -hmm. you're disrespectful to the service people you meet during the day. And you're, what the fuck does your teacher think they're, they're, your fucking teacher's an idiot. Mm -hmm. Are you doing that as a parent too? Because that's the stuff your kid's picking up on. Yeah. The stuff where you're teaching them to do your homework and, and you know, you know what? Sometimes they're on. reacting to shit they don't know how to deal with. Yeah, they don't know how to true. think about. Hey, listen, 
I'm that way still. St- same. I mean, that's you know? that's a human thing. And it's one of the reasons I feel like, and I, I know I've said this before, every single human can benefit from therapy. Oh, for that me. exact reason. No, you're absolutely right. It, it, it's, it, it, there's a lot of lessons you get in therapy, right? But the, the best ones are, and we've talked about them before, but they're also the ones that, that teach you how to take a fucking beat. Yeah. Don't react immediately. Question the Question, first thought right. that comes into your head. Yeah. All of those things yeah. that put your, you in a totally different frame. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you review it later, because I, there are lots of times there are situations where, where later on I'll say, Hmm. And I evaluate how I handled something. Sure. Yeah, I, did, I did all right. Yeah. I or right I could have probably handled that better. Or I could have handled it better. And I've had times like that. Like I think I told you last week when I'm swearing at the guy in the crosswalk, yeah. telling him he's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> I'm thinking here, I'm a fucking 60 year old man standing out in a, on, on, in a fucking grocery store parking lot in a crosswalk calling another guy a fucking dickhead. Yep. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> you know, well, what is wrong with me? Now I don't do that very, I almost never do it. I, I am, I do not lose my temper. And then I hadn't lost my temper. I was just reacting to his foul language by saying, hey, I know how to swear too. Yeah. I should have just fucking said, you know, gave him a little shoulders up. I mean, these days you just never know who's packing. Like he could have. He could have backed up the fucking truck and run over me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just take that beat. Think about it. Question your first thought. Like you said, Mm -hmm. reevaluate later on Mm -hmm. because. There is no doubt between now and the time I die, I will run into that same situation again. Oh, I'm sure. And now I will handle it completely different. You know, I will just sort of, you know, I won't even react to him not stopping. I'll just fucking let it go. Yeah. It's just because it it isn't worth it. It's like, it's like I have absolutely no road rage whatsoever. None. Because that's I'm because I have it all. I have all of it. I have all of the road rage. I have none be- because I'm in my fucking car, right? Mm-hmm. It's climate controlled. I'm listening to what I want to listen to on the radio. Maybe I'm fucking singing out a, you know, a, a fucking tune. I'm listening to some Amos Lee or I fucking like that Laney girl. Laney Wilson. Shut, shut the fuck up. She's I know. Kind of good. I know. She is some kind of good. I've yeah. been listening to her lately. Yeah. Or I've got some cool Modi on or something. I mean, I'm, I'm listening to shit, right? Yeah. So I'm in a good mood. And I'm going to have it for the next hour while I'm driving or the next 10 minutes. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't mind stopping and waiting 10 minutes and listening to four songs. I'm good with it. See, when I get the road rage is when somebody does something stupid that then endangers me or my car. And. Yeah. And so that's when I start the yelling and the screaming and the, are you fucking, are you, stu- what are you stupid? <laughs> ah, yeah, is this no. your first day driving? Oh, I see you got Pennsylvania plates. Is that how you drive in Pennsylvania? <laughs> I had a, I had, I had a play uh, this week on Thursday. I could have blown my stack. I was at the Dunkin' Donuts and you know, I fucking hate this procedure, but I'm in the drive through. Yeah. But then there's the call ahead drive through. Oh, is there? Yes, there's a call ahead driver. So I'm in the drive through. I'm merging into the thing. Yeah. There's nobody in the call ahead. And I'm the next vehicle in that line. 
fucking a car comes up. This girl, this woman comes up in her car, cuts me off, almost hits me, gets in front of me. And I'm like, I fucking in the car. I'm going, what a fucking cunt. See, I don't say that. Out, I don't say it out loud. For I heard it here. I do. Yeah, I, I, I don't because I'm just what a fucking cunt. And I keep listening to it and I get up to the thing. And I say, man. I wish she would have. You would have spilt that coffee on her. <laughs> she got. She got a nice. She had one of those fucking foofy iced something caramel, you know, whipped cream things. Yeah. Why well, wish you? Could, why? Well, she cut me off when we were pulling lunch. Oh well, she had a she had a call and an app order. So who the fuck cares? Right. I was next in line. She cut in front of me. Oh well, they're not supposed to do that. Well, you better send somebody out there and put their fucking hand up. Go get her. <laughs> Go <right>. get her. <laughs> and 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 so in my younger days, Jess. Yeah. I would have. I would have. Had she had I been going left and she'd been going right, I would have went right for a couple of blocks, and then went left and then peeled and then went the other way just to just to flip her off or something now, see right? around here this is this is where i get into trouble because i will lay on the horn if you cut me off and you come close if you uh, do if you just if you just cut me off that's one thing but if you cut me off in a way that actually requires me to put myself in danger to get out of your way then the yeah. horn is getting hit the words are coming out like i am going to say all of the words to you probably with the window down i'm going to be gesturing well it was a couple of years ago, I think, um, I was making a left turn and the people turning right from the opposite direction, they actually had a yield sign because their lane ended, right? Right. So there's, there's two people, there's two lanes that turn left. And then the, from the opposite direction, the right lane has its own lane just until it gets to the merge point. And then it's, it's that lane. And this guy didn't, Stop. He didn't yield because the thing in Tennessee is that that yield sign is not for you. It's for everybody else. <laughs> um, and so he didn't yield and he came within an inch. Like I just happened luckily to see him coming. And so I laid on my horn and went, the fuck is wrong with you? And so he slammed on his brakes. And so I had to slam on my brakes and then he decided to go 10 miles an hour. So I was like, all right, fine, be a fucking asshole. And I moved over into the left lane. So he moved over into the left lane. Uh, and so I was like, okay, I'm not engaging with this. I move back into the right lane. He moves into the right lane, slams on his brakes. He will not let me get around him. He's speeding up, like letting me pass. Then he lets me pass him. Then he speeds up and pulls in front of me and slams on his brakes. It finally got to where I just hit the button on my steering wheel and said, call 911. And I think he saw my lips move to say that. And he turned off. And I was like, I was shaking really hard going, this is how I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to die because <laughs> I honked the horn and cussed at the wrong person in traffic. Yeah. Because it's not even that was not the first or the last time that something like that happened to me. But oh. it can't, it's not a conscious thought when I do it. It's not like, let me make a conscious de decision to turn into a raving lunatic. No, it just comes out. That's what happens. Yeah. So my wife is a hornblower and yeah. a swearer at, at people. She's not a, a it's overly aggressive, mm. but she's will definitely like beep her on and go, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't pull out in front of people like that. 
and 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 if I'm with her, I'm always like, listen, if a fight ensues, that's you. I'm gonna sit in the passenger seat. <laughs> I ain't moving. I flipped nobody off. I swore at nobody. I did nothing. I was just sitting here doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I am not getting into any fucking scrapes with anybody because you were upset. Now, we've never really had that conversation, but it's what's going on in my head. Yeah. Because I am always concerned that some asshole is going to decide, well, that's the last fucking bitch going to beep at me mm-hmm. and get out with his puffy chest mm-hmm. and his fucking semi-automatic pistol mm-hmm. and start firing or come over with a baseball bat. And I'm going to have to got to protect my woman. And and I was like, no, it ain't me. You better learn how you better learn some defensive driving well, shit. Luckily, she listens to Cheese Whiz. So you're not going to have to have that conversation with her because she's going to hear oh, it right here. I am. She's going to look at me and say, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? So, oh, go ahead. My, my wife in, in the car, she definitely becomes a different person. Mm. She drives faster than you would expect that she would. Mm-hmm. She's definitely she's just more aggressive than not overly aggressive, just more aggressive. That's my fucking space, yep. and I'm taking it. Yep. You know, and and in the house as my wife and as a mom and as a grandmom, she's more like, oh, do you want to sit there? You can sit there. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, you sit there. <laughs> as a driver, she's like, you want to get there? No, fuck you, I'm getting there. Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out of the way. She she she's different in in, in that way, and maybe it's because they're not related. Maybe. But I have a feeling if I were driving next to my wife and she wanted the area where I was going, mm-hmm. she'd run me off the road. Yeah, probably. She'd say, "Fuck you! Get get me! Be fuck you!" Because and as as we have established in previous episodes, she's tired of your shit. <laughs> and I I cannot blame her, and I'm sure that anybody who knows us cannot. Yeah, I was talking to my friend. Um, one last thing about that Tennessee thing. So I was feeling really ugly about one, one of my friends before I knew one of my, my lifetime, uh, friends. And I hesitate to say best friend because you can only have one of those. I'm, I'm a guy who says there's only one best of anything. Mm, okay. Right. I know that girls look at it differently mm-hmm. and women look at it differently. And a lot, most people do, mm-hmm. but I accept the word to mean what it means. It means best. You can't have two bests. You know, it's either the fucking best or it's second best. Mm. So one of my very good, closest, longest friends, Cisco, um, is a black man. I've known Cisco for 35 years or Mm. so. And he was at my wedding and we worked together and he helped me move and and all of those. But I had to call him over the weekend. I, I called him and we talked once once every other week sometimes once a week and i called him because i was feeling so shitty about what was going on in your neck of the woods yeah and and i just had to call him and say listen man if i have ever said anything or acted in a way that made you feel that i thought i was better for any reason other uh, for 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 the reason of my ethnicity, because I'm definitely, I was definitely better a production guy than you were. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he, he, he scolded me. 
And he said, what the fuck are you talking about? Hmm. We're friends for a reason. Yeah. And he said, and I also know your wife wouldn't put up with a racist asshole. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because I had a conversation with a friend of mine who was also black. Um, When she and I met, this could have gone either way. We were at a a seminar in Memphis that was for um, country radio stations that raise money for St. Jude. Every year, St. Jude has this seminar to help people learn how to do that better, basically. And there are still not a lot of black people in country radio, but at this point back then, there were significantly fewer. And so when she got to Memphis, there are people, you know, representing St. Jude waiting at the airport, directing you to the shuttles and whatever. And she walked up to one of them who had a confused look on her face and was like, are you sure that you're going to the, and so she had, she had come across these things several times on her way to getting to where we were. And we were all having dinner in the same barbecue restaurant in Memphis. And she's telling this story and she's like, it's almost like, you know, you've never seen black people before in country music. And I said to her now, and we, and we had never met at this point before in our lives. And I said to her, well, I mean, we just got Darius. We can't let everybody in. <laughs> and she did that. She laughed her ass off. And I was like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, God, she doesn't know yeah. me to know that I'm right. not a racist asshole. Yeah. But right. she got that I was joking and we actually became really good friends. And eventually that was when she lived in Virginia and I lived in Maryland. And eventually we both ended up in Nashville. And now she's um, back up in Maryland, Virginia area. But when all of the, like when the George Floyd thing happened, um, I started seeing some articles about, like there was a story from a woman who said that she was black and she's a country music fan and she likes to travel around and go to concerts, but she had to start mapping out the route to drive to where the concert was going to be. And figuring out where she could stop in towns where huge racist things have not happened. Um, And the discomfort that she had when she gets to a country concert and there are Confederate flags everywhere because she doesn't know if those people are going to intend harm to her. And when Randy was still here in Nashville, she and I used to go to concerts and she initiated this game that we used to play where we would count how many people were there that looked like her who were not working. So because, you know, the the janitorial staff at a country concert is still black. The you know, the ushers are black. But how many people were there as fans of the music? And so we would we would play this game and it would be some stupid low number like eight. And after I read this article, all of a sudden it just it hit me and I felt so stupid for not realizing it before that she created that game out of fear. Because she is. A super minority in this field of white and flannel and so so it's almost like a it's almost like a safety thing to know how many people look like her and you know and so I texted her after I read that article from that that story from that lady who said that she had to map out where she could stop to go to the bathroom on the way to a country concert and I just said I'm so sorry that I that that never occurred to me 
and I'm going to do better. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah. no, you're, I, you're, I, you know, I appreciate you. Yeah. Well, you know, the, 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 um, the onslaught or, or the, 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 the pressure that many Caucasians, I think you get lumped in with the fucking assholes. You get lumped in with the, the fucking racist. Well, because the racist it's assholes like, are like the loudest ones. People. Well, I think there's two reasons. I think one, the racist assholes are the loudest ones. And yes. two, um, I feel like a lot of us thought that just not being a racist asshole was enough for a really long time. Well, it was enough. I don't know that necessarily it was. If there had been more people, it was enough in our in, our, in, a, in a global sense, no. But in our in our little worlds, it was maybe, in yeah. My but world I, of my friends, I think fine. if there had been more people stepping in front of a racist asshole as a white person, as opposed to somebody having to defend themselves against racism, if yeah. we had stepped up to a racist asshole and said, "Shut the hell up, you idiot," right. I think that maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about this, but I, I think that it could have made a difference. Yeah. So I worked. So I, I, I when I worked in uh, Virginia, the big country station, because I programmed a little country station, the big country station was WYYD, which is a huge country station in Virginia. It, it, it may be the number one station in the state of Virginia, mm. it, but it's, it's a Well, no, there's another one down lower, but anyway, WYYD and their night guy was a black guy, um, Walt. It wasn't Walt Love. Walt Baby Love was Walt Baby Love was the editor of uh, R&R Urban because I worked in an urban station. And uh, Walt Ford. So Walt Ford was the – and my friend Cisco was telling me, do you remember Walt Ford? And I said, oh, yeah, I remember Walt Ford. The, in, in Virginia, in, the, in, in that market, Roanoke, Lynchburg market, that's a very heavily uh, black populated area of Virginia and there were several radio stations in all of the radio stations that there were there. There was one black man and he worked at the country station, except for the station I worked at because I worked at, I programmed a country station. I was the, what I was the production director, the promo director, blah, 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 operations director of the both stations. The other station in that building was an urban station. Mm. And I was the white guy on the air on a station with all black people. There's a guy like that at a hip hop station here in town. And his name is Dola White. (laughs) 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 So, but I, I didn't sound black Mm -mm. because the guys were there. They had a certain sound that I did not have. Yeah. And, you know, to to pretend that there isn't a different sound is, is lying. No, there's AAVE and there's white English. Yeah. Yes, the, the, it, so it's very different, and I wasn't Southern, so I didn't have that, and I didn't have the local vernacular, and I didn't have the the the, the sound or the or the or the the verbiage of being a black man or woman because there were black women working at the station too. Nobody gave a shit. Hmm. No, none of those listeners cared that I was a white guy. You know what they cared about? That I played the right music yep. and the music they liked. Mm-hmm. That's all they cared about. And then I was talking about where they lived and what was going on. Things that are important to them. Right. And you want to know what was what was important is when was the women in hats thing going on down at the down at Ebenezer Baptist. Mm-hmm. 
when was the next we got to raise funds to put the fucking new roof on? And me and Cisco were laughing and, and making jokes about it last night that those motherfuckers were always raising money to put a roof on that fucking church. I don't know that that church ever got a roof, but somebody got a roof <laughs> and it won the church because the pastor uh, passed away. The, the pastor of that church um, passed away two weeks ago. Oh. And uh, his name was Fletcher Hubbard, Pastor Hubbard. I still remember it. He, he was a good man because we used to run Sundays. A lot of uh, Baptist church pastors mm -hmm. would come on the air because just like today, there's good money in carrying that that, that religious shows, th those local churches. Yeah, It's like it's like for um, other for many stations who carry fucking local school schoolboy it's all kids, but it's called schoolboy sports, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to carry basketball. We're going to carry football. We'll, we'll get, carry this. We'll carry that because it's easy money. Yeah. It's easy money. It, 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 there's it not a lot you have to do. You have to pay. It's easy money to get that because everybody wants to sponsor the local sports team or the church. And um, so many small businesses that are owned, so many small businesses their kids play on one of these fucking teams. So they're going to, they're not going to Bob's small engine repair is going to fucking buy some advertising. Right. Because their kid plays on the fucking team. Mm -hmm. And if they don't buy the advertising, their kid's going to say, dad, mom, how come you're not fucking sponsoring the show? We, they're not going to play our games anymore. You need to buy some advertising. I mean, it's the way it goes, but all of all that, I, I've lost what my point was, I guess, but, Oh, yeah, in all the city, there was one black announcer, except for the black radio station, mm -hmm. the urban station, which was fucking just ridiculous. It's sort of like it used to be with women. You can't put women on the air. Yeah. You can't have more than one woman, and she has to be in middays, or she Listen, has to be laughing at fucking bad jokes. There's a, an artist um, named Jimmy Allen in country who is black, and... When I first, when he, when he first put out his, I think he put out his first album in 2017 and I had him on the air, uh, with me co-hosting my countdown. And I said, listen, I don't mean to alarm anyone, but, um, just in case there are people who haven't seen your album cover or follow you on social media, you're black. He said, I am because it was, there was such a big deal being made about it. When Kane Brown started making country music, people, people said, Man, I like some Kane Brown. People said, well, you can't be a country artist. You have all those tattoos. Well, really? Cause you didn't say anything yeah. when Keith Urban was making country music with his tattoos. So is that really why you think Kane Brown can't be a country artist? And Kane, by no. the way, oh. just won video of the year, the top award at the CMT Music Awards, making him the first black artist in 52 years to win the top award at any country award show. The last one to do it was Charlie Pride in 1971. Isn't that insane? Uh, and I like some Charlie Pride too. Yeah. Yeah, I like some Kane Brown. So um, the last station I worked at was a country station. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, it was a country station. And man, fucking Kane Brown. His... His fucking music is so just personal. Yeah. It's such personal fucking music. It's and even really more so personal. now, now that he's got a wife and a couple of babies. And yeah, and, I, and I've listened to, I, I haven't listened to it. So I listen to much less mm. music. I listen to very little new music. Well, then um, it's a good thing I pointed out Lanny Wilson to you, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Well, Ash I had Ashley I'd McBride is your next Wilson. one. 
Who? Ashley McBride. Okay, I'll check out. Is, is she related to Martina? No, she spells it differently. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, so I, I, you know, a lot of what I listen to now is what I used to listen to. Mm-hmm. And, and I listen to oldies, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 80s. You know, I'm listening to Go West, I'm King sorry. of Wishful Thinking and shit like that. In our age group, oldies is 50s and 60s. 80s you know, is just 80s. No, 80s in my, you know, it's, that's oldies. <laughs> Imagine 50s and, and think about that for a second. 50s? Fucking 70-year-old music. Yeah, that's oldies. That, that's like listening. That, that's Don't like, you come at me talking about Prince's oldies. No. Fucking Prince's oldies. No. I'm sorry. I won't hear it. I <laughs> it won't hear it. It, it. Listen, it, if, if I was, uh, if, if I was, yeah, yeah. If I was in my 20s, <laughs> it was oldies. <laughs> that was Prince. I won't hear it. It, it, it. It's crazy though, right? Yeah. It's crazy to think that that fucking music. I remember the first time I was listening to an oldies station because I wanted to hear some like Martha and the Vandellas and, you know, yeah. 50s and 60s stuff. Yeah. And they played something like Martha and the Vandellas, followed by <laughs> Katrina and the Wave walking yeah, on sunshine. On the same oh. station. No. Yeah. Not okay. Kind of, Not okay. As a matter uh, of fact, do you realize that the stations that play that stuff from the from the 80s and probably some of the 90s, they call themselves yeah. classic hits now because people in our age group do not want our music to be called oldies. Well, uh, I, I can absolutely see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand. Classic hits, is, it's some kind of fucking good. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, we used to call... The shit. So if you were working at an oldies station, so 50s and 60s, and before the 50s and 60s was stuff, there was still sort of 50s and 60s, but it was more 50s, less 60s. But that would have been the Lennon sisters and Andy Williams and mm-hmm. shit like that. was Moyle. Like the M-O-Y-L. crooner stuff. Yeah. Music of your life, it used to be called. Yeah. Now it just doesn't get played. Warm. Wasn't Warm a music of your life station? Yeah. yeah. Warm was a moyle. Yeah. It was a, it, it, it sounds very Jewish when I say it that it way. Does. Like it does. A moyle. All right. We, we're, we're, we're at an hour and 15 minutes, but there was one more thing that I wanted to bring up before bring we wrap. Because we've talked about AI a couple of times now. Yeah. And I, as I think I've mentioned, have started narrating audiobooks on the side. And so I'm a part of a couple of Facebook groups for voiceover artists and audiobook narrators. And let me tell you how up in arms these people are about AI. Because one of them came across uh, posting in one of the, so there are a couple of websites where you can pay to be a member of it and, and audition for opportunities to do, to get voiceover work. And on yeah, one of those, those was a post asking for auditions to help their AI learning model so that the AI could learn from voiceover people. And so this one person oh. who posted <laughs> responded to the ad and their whole they, they sent 30 seconds of fart noises. <laughs> and so. Apparently on the site where they did that, the, the client can give reviews on the auditioners or the, or the people who do their work. Uh And so that the person who posted that opportunity 
gave them a negative, gave them like a one star review saying that their for- their fart noises were representative of the quality of their work. And then that person came back with something like, you know, serves you right for blah, 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 blah. And so there was like a whole thread of people so up in arms about the possibility that AI is going to take work away from us, which I'm not saying it isn't, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, it absolutely is. Yeah. There's, there's just no way it's not going to just, just because, that's the way progress goes, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, re- when when you and I were, <clears throat> when you and I are working real radio, yeah, um, there's no way there was no voice tracking. I would anticip- yeah, I would not have anticipated this at all. The, the 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 worst there was when we were doing our our thing was satellite radio. Yeah, but it was still it was still live, mm-hmm. right? It was still live coming over, you know, the bird. Yeah. You know, the, and then and then came not tracking and then came toned radio with a one kilohertz tone that fired a cart machine that said, you're listening to WWW. Yeah. You know, and that that was it. And then uh, the next tone would come on would fire cart number two and it would be the weather and then it would fire cart number four, five, six would be the commercials. And, and there, then there was that, and everybody knew it, and it sucked, and nobody listened to it mm-hmm. because it was horrible. Mm-hmm. The Drake Chenault—it was around for a while, but it was still horrible. No one could have predicted what it is now. No, because so no one AI, could have predicted a that um, Congress would have uh, what do you call it? De deregulated, deregulated radio. Yeah. Um, so that Clear Channel, which is now iHeartRadio, could take over and the Odyssey. world. And they're the ones, Clear Channel are the ones who started the voice tracking thing. They're the yeah. ones who started replacing us with computers. Yeah, and and they're all they're also one of the worst radio companies in the world. Yeah. Along with Odyssey, which I think used to be CBS, maybe. Entercom? And well, Entercom was, yeah, yeah. Entercom was CB was owned by CBS, and I think Entercom right. became Odyssey. Yeah. No, Odyssey. And now I saw, and now they're in the same sort of position that iHeart was about five, three or four, five years ago. Mm-hmm. They're trying to raise money because they're sink, they're in a sinking ship, mm-hmm. and they're all doing the same mother. They all do the same motherfucking thing. Mm-hmm. Cut the fucking product, they, right? Cut they, the product they, instead they, of cutting the the people at the top right, who are making the most right. money. They worry about taking care of the top. And whatever filters down, sort of that Ronald Reagan, you know, trickle the, down, the, the filter, trickle down theory. <laughs> when really a radio station works best when you build from the bottom up. Yeah, and you you put all you you put most of your resources in the bottom in the foundation, mm-hmm. and and try to and don't make artificial this and artificial that because here's here's this was this was uh, uh, this is the last radio thing I'll say today when I pitched. Norma Eilenberg on changing the station. You weren't there for this. And, and uh, Eddie was in this meeting and I was talking to the salespeople when I was pitching. And I said, listen, first of all, you sell your advertising for too little. You can't sell spots for $5. They that's were selling them for $5. Yes. I used to, we used to call it dollar a holler. I call it dollar a holler radio. <laughs> you can't sell them for five. So one of the things we're going to do is spots are going to become $20 a spot minimum. Mm-hmm. And Eddie and a couple of them, they went fucking ape shit. We can't do that. We'll lose all our clients. I said, think about this. A hundred spots at $20 a spot 
is $2,000. Right. How many spots do you need to clutter the airways with at $5 a spot? You need 400 of them. Mm-hmm. That's, so we can do 75% less work for the same money. Right. Fucking think about that. 75% less work for the same money and unclutter the airwaves and put more of what people tune in for, personality and music. Mm-hmm. It's fucking not rocket science, motherfuckers. I feel like I said that exact phrase almost every day the entire time that I was in radio, particularly when I was the program director. It's not fucking rocket science, except for the couple of times that I went, at this point, maybe it is rocket science and I'm just really smart. (laughs) Well, you know what? People people in in all walks of life, I think, overthink and work way too hard to get from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Because it really is geometry, right? The quickest way and the most efficient way and the best way Mm -hmm. is a straight line. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't got to fucking zig and zag all the time. Right. Just because that's the way it's always been done. How do I get there? Yeah. Right. You know, it doesn't, you know, why do, why do you have to fucking zig and zag and zig and fucking just go, just get it done. Exactly. But no, it's all, it's all fucking. And that's with all fucking, you know, it's like, it's like a good steak. Do you like a good steak, Jess? I actually am going to be having a good steak on the grill in just a minute. So a good steak on the grill is salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mostly salt. Yeah, pepper, I feel like after. people who have and to put little, put a whole bunch of steak sauce and other bullshit no, on there, they're getting I the put, wrong steak. A little, I put a little, put a little butter on it at the very end so it can drizzle over it, and that's it. And that that's not fucking. Hey, gotta get the Montreal seasoning and this fucking gotta soak it in this overnight for mm-hmm. three days, and it's fucking perfect. Yep. It comes off the fucking cow's ass. Perfect. See, and All here's the thing about me is that I'm so lazy. I am always going to find the quickest, most efficient way to get something done. <laughs> always going to happen. Yeah. You know what? Sort of me too. Lazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a, I'm lazy. But but I also know the quickest way from point A to point B is a straight fucking line. A so fucking men. Good All right. day. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.